0: Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is Brady Pachowicz. My name is John Drabert, and we are really excited to be joining you here today. It is the Monday after the Easter weekend.
1: Yeah, it is. We hope you've had a great weekend
0: together with family, friends, celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah. If you guys are looking for this podcast or this YouTube video, you can find us on any podcast platform or most of them Mm -hmm. and YouTube. And if you enjoy it, share it with a friend and don't be afraid to hit subscribe. Although if you are listening, you have somehow found us already. So all of what we just said there, what if a friend shared it with them and they now need to share it with a new friend and they don't know. So it's for your third (laughs) friend that you don't actually know yet. All right. So if you are considering sharing it with somebody, maybe gather some friends together, you know, watch an episode, listen to a podcast and talk through the discussion questions that we have at the end of every single episode. Also snacks never hurt to invite people to. place. Snacks make a really good time. (laughs) Snacks really make a good time. I'll be there. Yeah. Just (laughs) let me know when, where and what snack (laughs) and what snack. I'll be there. All right, today we are jumping into John 20, verses 19 to 23, and this is after Jesus' death, mm-hmm. correct? Okay.
1: Yeah, Jesus had previously just warned his disciples about uh, his coming death, mm-hmm. and
0: during a visit to Jerusalem, he was actually arrested by the Jewish Jewish religious leaders. This arrest was unjust, meaning that it was... You know, Jesus was accused of a few things that weren't really happening and he was arrested without really any say. It just happened. He was then sentenced to crucifixion, which is a very specific and brutal way that the Romans would, well, execute someone. Yeah, it involved a severe beating or flogging um, before
1: being tied to a cross Mm -hmm. and then nailed to that cross. And that cross would then be lifted up and it would be done outside on
0: uh, outside the city, yeah. on a hill to kind of make a spectacle of everything. Yeah, it was used as a way of of mocking the individual, of making mm-hmm. sure that any really it was any reputation that Jesus has, had built up was kind of crumbled is what they yeah. were hoping to do. Mm-hmm. So Jesus died and was buried. but on the third day he rose again, back to life and he appeared to two women on that day, who were followers of his. And then he appeared to more people after that fact.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: the night before his trial, right
1: through the eventual death, his eventual death, and later then, his resurrection, mm-hmm. all of that time was incredibly difficult. It was difficult for Jesus, of course, yeah. but it was also difficult for all of his followers. They didn't know how to respond to any of it.
0: Yeah. And because Jesus was telling the disciples beforehand of his arrest and death, they were afraid for their own life. They were afraid that they too, just by association, would be guilty and that they would be arrested and sentenced to death. Mm -hmm. And so they deserted Jesus after Mm -hmm. his arrest. Okay. Life can be really scary and the disciples are certainly feeling it at this time. The big idea for today is kind of the response to that. And we're going to dig into Jesus's specific words here. And those words are peace be with you. Now, Jesus saying these words,
1: peace be with you, is the exact opposite of what the disciples were experiencing uh, in the story that we're going to look at today. Yeah, but I would say
0: it is perfectly what they needed. Yeah, it's exactly what they needed, although they did not feel like it was. Yeah. Okay, so Jesus' disciples abandoned him after his arrest. They kind of fled for their own Mm well-being. And and people often criticize the disciples for this, thinking,
1: like, how could you leave the first Jesus Christ, the Son of God,
0: to to die on his own? Mm -hmm. But we're going to shed some light on a few of these things that give us kind of a better understanding of maybe the motivation of the disciples at the time and maybe some explanation to their decisions yeah
1: okay so four things we don't consider often enough mm-hmm. um and these aren't all of the things this is not an exhaustive list but these are four things that we think will help uh give a little bit of insight to what the disciples were experiencing uh,
0: prior and
1: after jesus death
0: yeah so we're going to read some scripture here uh, number one jesus warned the disciples about his persecution John 15, 18 to 20 says this. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belonged to it. But you are no longer a part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world so it hates you. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. And if they had listened to me, they would listen to you. So in in reading that, we can understand actually why the disciples were so afraid. Jesus is telling them that because people hate Jesus and Jesus has called the disciples and called us to live differently, people will hate them. They will dislike us. They will not understand the way that we live life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the second thing that we want to share with you is that Jesus could handle himself. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't mean physically he's like this MMA fighter and can beat everybody up. That's not what I'm talking about. But the Spirit of God is within him. The -hmm. Holy Spirit is within him without limit. And let me read John 18. Verses 4 through 6. A little context here. This is right before, or this is as Jesus is being arrested. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jesus fully realized all that was going to happen to him. So he stepped forward to meet them. Those are the people that were arresting him. Who are you looking for? He asked. Jesus the Nazarene, they replied. I am he, Jesus said. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. As Jesus said, I am he, they all drew back and fell to the ground. The power of Jesus and the Holy Spirit working through him was enough for him to be able to take care of the situation Mm -hmm. in any fashion he wanted to. But he submitted
0: to God's plan
1: for redeeming this world.
0: Number three is that Jesus asked and actually told the temple guards to let his disciples go. So when we see them flee, there's some explanation there. John 18 verse 8 says, I told you that I am he, Jesus said, and since I am the one you want, let these others go. Speaking about his disciples, the people who were following him. Mm -hmm. So even Jesus in that moment is kind of protecting the people around him.
1: Yeah. Number four, this, this whole thing, this whole arrest, this whole crucifixion, it was just so unjust. It wasn't right. Mm-hmm. There was no hope for a fair trial. Jesus was going to be found guilty no matter what he said, no matter what he did. And the disciples, they really couldn't do anything about it, it, it seemed like. This was going to happen. The disciples, let's just be honest, they were not safe. They were scared. And so they locked themselves in a home, hiding from the Jewish religious leaders. They were afraid for their lives. Mm -hmm. And we're going to read a little bit about that, um, or you are going to read a little bit about that, I should say, in John chapter 20, verses 19 through 23. That's the text for today's lesson. So why don't you take some time, read that right now.
0: Okay, so if you read that, that is an entrance that Jesus makes. The disciples are hiding; they are afraid for their lives, and Jesus suddenly is amongst the group inside a house locked, you know, f- from all the people outside. Mm-hmm. So he appears to them in that house,
1: and and it's like he appears just out of nothing. Mm-hmm. It's not like he comes around a corner, but Does, just, it doesn't come through the front door. He is he just, just there.
0: Appears. Yeah.
1: So he appears to them, and and then he says, peace be with you. Hmm. In the midst of their grief for Jesus having just died, in the midst of their their fear of hiding from the religious leaders, Jesus says, peace be with you. Mm -hmm. It's a common greeting, but there's nothing ordinary about it in this context.
0: Yeah, and I think Jesus is talking to not just to them, Like he surprises them by Mm -hmm. showing up Uh, and so he's kind of saying to calm down a little bit like there's a little bit of that but he's also then saying peace amongst this whole situation amongst your fear amongst your hiding amongst your worry of your life and your safety so he's saying peace in this moment but also across this whole circumstance. He then goes into this commissioning of them. He is asking or telling the disciples that it is their time to go out, that he is sending them out to preach his gospel, to continue the work that Jesus has done, which is crazy because it's a very not good time. It it seems like it's an inopportune time for for the disciples to be told,
1: All right, in the midst of people who may want to kill you, it's time for you to leave the safety of this building and go and tell everyone about me. And remember, Jesus was just killed. (laughs) Yeah, they watched him die. They watched him die. And and if they start
0: speaking about Jesus, they're just going to make the religious leaders even more angry. So Jesus knows this, and it is a really dangerous time. And even through Acts and the rest of the Bible, we do find out that it's really dangerous and some of the disciples lose their lives for doing this. Jesus does send them with a final kind of gift, something that he gives to them and gives to all of us as well. And that's the Holy Spirit. He says that he gives them the Holy Spirit. That's his presence. And that goes with them wherever they go. Out from that place, whenever they're ministering and discipling to other people, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is with them. Now, this lesson isn't
1: rocket science. It's not like some of the things that we talk about here on the Bible Story podcast. They've got some intellectual um, things that need to be broken down Mm -hmm. and, and to be understood. This one's pretty straightforward. Yeah. But the depth of the emotional... State of everything in this story is really where we need to get to. Mm -hmm. Really, where where we need to uh, understand how it applies to
0: us. Friend, in the midst of all of the hardship that you are experiencing today, in the midst of the circumstance and the difficulty, hear these words clearly because they are for you. Peace be with you in the midst of your pain and your turmoil and all of the situations around you hear the words of Christ that are for you
1: peace be with you as the father has sent me
0: so i am sending you be encouraged in the midst of despair and in the midst of your hardship that he is with you He has not abandoned you, and he has given you an amazing gift. Receive the Holy Spirit. Friends, these words are offered to his followers and to you. They are words from our creator. They have power. And just like he spoke everything into existence, when Jesus speaks, these things exist. Peace exists. Peace be with you.
1: Growth Tip Time Growth Tip Time Hey, a Growth Tip is a way for each of us to grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ. And we have, well,
0: something rather simple, which I appreciate. Yeah, it is simple, but it is never low in impact. No, we simply want you to pause and acknowledge the Holy Spirit. Wherever you go, because the Holy Spirit goes with you in all of those places. Mm-hmm. It could be at work, it could be at school, it could be home, mm-hmm. it could
1: be a, on a drive that you're taking with you know a friend or some family, it could be
0: while you're playing sports or doing a hobby. Yeah. So pause. Acknowledge the Holy Spirit wherever and whenever you need to.
1: One of the things I like to do is it says in this passage of scripture that Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. And so, symbolically, I like to take a deep breath in, pause, hold that for a bit, and just acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is with me. Now, I didn't physically breathe in the Holy Spirit, but it's just a symbolic way of saying, Just taking some time, pausing the very, very ordinary thing of my
0: life to breathe in, to acknowledge Jesus. So, the disciples today and in this circumstance were understandably terrified. They were locked in a building and they were afraid of anyone coming in, and Jesus appeared to them. He greets them with, Peace be with you. He sends them to do His work, and He gives them the Holy Spirit to make that happen. Question number one. In the midst
1: of fear, grief, and turmoil, what difference do Jesus' words make? Peace be with you. Hit pause and share.
0: Question number two. He is sending you. What does that mean? And is there something holding you back from being sent? Hit pause and discuss.
1: Followers of Jesus have the Holy Spirit. What difference has the Holy Spirit made in your life? Or what do you need from the Holy Spirit? Hit pause and share. Thank you all for
0: joining us today. We are always honored to be here, especially on this Easter Monday. Mm -hmm. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast
1: and share it with a friend. And listen to these words of Jesus one more
0: time. Peace be with you.